More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth in the afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Want to remind you that violence is a problem that affects us all, but together we can make a difference. The award-winning 1017 The Truth. That's us. We want to ignite positive change and bring about awareness of the senseless violence occurring in our community. And this is why we're hosting our inaugural Truth Walk Against Violence, led by Tori Lowe, Saturday, July 22nd, from Victory Over Violence Park down MLK Drive right to our studio here at 3rd Street Market Hall. Over the next month, that's this month, that's July, like right now, Tori Lowe will be speaking with community leaders just like you heard today about how we can better provide resources and work as a community to rise up against violence. If you want to join it, go to 1017thetruth.com. Sign up for our Walk Against Violence Saturday, July 22nd. 833-212-1017 is the number. Number five. All right, well, here's the deal. I don't know if you heard, but Waukesha first grade teacher Melissa Temple was fired on a unanimous vote yesterday by the school board. Temple came under fire this spring after publicly criticizing the school district's decision to ban the song Rainbow Land from an elementary school concert. Now, this is from JS Online. So how'd all this start? Well, after administrators ruled the students could, would not allow the children to sing a song Rainbow Land, Temple brought the action to light on a March 21st post on her Twitter account. My first graders were so excited to sing Rainbow Land for our spring concert, but it has been vetoed by our administration. When will it end? So, Waukesha School District says the song is controversial and violated policy. So, three days later, March 24th, Waukesha School District released a statement saying that a different teacher has suggested the song to a music teacher to include in the spring concert. The music teacher checked with Hare Elementary Principal Mark Schneider, who, along with the Central Office Administrator, deemed the song controversial in light of criteria set by the district's controversial issues and classroom policy banned it from the concert. The school board was not involved in the decision. The statement said district design declined to say why it thought the song was controversial in place of rainbow land. The song rainbow connection by Kermit the Flog, the frog was added and the district statement said, right? So she was placed on leave in April district declined to comment on reasons and it's personnel and it's quiet. And so May 15th, she says she heard from Siebert that she, that he had recommended she be fired. So, what is the big deal about this song? The lyrics say, we are rainbows, me and you, every color, every hue. Let's shine on through. Together, we can start living in a rainbow land. 
The first tweet said when Miley Cyrus and her fairy godmother, Dolly Parton, wrote these lyrics, they meant it. The second tweet encouraged Hayer's first graders to keep being themselves. Um, in the third tweet, the foundation pledged to donate to Pride and Less Prejudice, an organization that sent over 8,500 LGBTQ inclusive books and over 3,000 pre-kindergarten through third grade classrooms. And I think that's where everything started. And then they wanted things investigated and it went south from there. And so they have a policy that bans things like blue lives matter, black lives matter, thin blue lines from classrooms, all that stuff. I kind of agree because politics has no place in a classroom like that. When kids are older and you want to do something like that, I, I, I have no problem with um, there being lively discussion and debate. But, but at, at some point, kids in 4K, well, I don't think so. Number four. This from WIHSN.com from Heartland Police Department. They said that a man died from his injuries he sustained in an incident at a bar last month. Joshua Davies, 39, died yesterday morning, according to family and police. Police said Davies was critically injured on June 17th outside Tabby's Lake Country Bar. I'm sorry, Tabby's Lake Country Bar Wine Bar. I can't get it right to save my life. Tabby's Lake Country Wine Bar. According to the criminal complaint, Davies was at the Heartland Bar with friends when Kevin Seamer, 64, confronted Davies about his tattoos. The complaint said Davies tried to leave the bar to get away from Seymour, and friends told him that Seymour followed him outside, screamed about God and tattoos. And witnesses told police that Seymour punched Davies across the face, knocking him back, causing him to hit his head, the back of his head on the concrete, knocking him unconscious. He sustained critical injuries that ultimately led to his death. Criminal complaint also said police talked to Schemer about the incident, and he told investigators he thought Davies and other men were using bar stools to attack him. So this will be an interesting one. Let's see if this white guy goes to jail or not. We'll see. I mean, well, I just kind of wonder. Number three. This happened, breaking news, a 55-year-old, from, this is from TMJ4, a 55-year-old armored guard, Armored car guard was shot and injured during a robbery today um, at the North Shore Bank on Capitol Drive. According to a statement from Milwaukee police, the shooting happened around 8.03 this morning. The injured guard was brought to a local hospital for treatment. A different guard, a 26-year-old male, fired at the suspect who then ran from the scene. Police say it's not known if the suspect was struck. Another guard, 25-year-old male, was also at the scene. No other injuries were reported. This is the third robbery at the bank in seven months, January 6th of 2023, May 5th of this year, and now today. So, hmm, don't really know if I'm going to the bank anymore. I'm just saying. I mean, I think I'm going to stay at home because at some point, Okay, so we quit going to ATMs. Well, we quit going in banks, right? And then we quit going to ATMs. And now, hmm. So what do I do? 
How, how do I get money? How can I do this? Apple Pay? Google Pay? I mean, I mean, or just buy everything online? Maybe we'll do it that way. That I can be a little cheaper. Number two. Um, you like TV? I like TV. You like TV? I like TV. I like streaming. I like movies. I've always liked it. Like other people, oh, TV's going to rot your brain. They said the same thing about video games. Now people get paid a million dollars a year to play video games. And all that. So, oh, the Internet's going to rob you. Now people are making millions and tens of millions of dollars and all that. So, right? Well, I don't know if you heard, but the Writers Guild is going on strike. So all the people that write all the shows for all of everything that's on Hulu and Netflix and movies and all that, TV shows, the late show, the night show, the whatever show, they're on strike. So if you're a part of the Writers Guild and you work on a TV show or a movie or write scripts, you're done. So then. SAG-AFTRA, Screen Actors Guild, and AFTRA, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, are standing in support, and they voted to go on strike. So the official strike declaration comes after the negotiating committee talks with major studios and streaming services about a new contract, even though the original deadline had passed and was extended, and they had a federal mediator. But one of the things they wanted, this is weird. So this means that if you have a movie coming out and we need the actor to go uh, promote the movie with the media, that's not going to happen anymore. So you got 160,000 actors and now there's a work stoppage. But what does that really mean? That means that all the movies that they've started shooting now, which started shooting in... Let me, let me see. One, two, three, four. Roughly May. At the very latest, June, when they come back to start shooting the fall shows and the episodes, they've already started doing that. Well, they just stopped. One of the issues they had was the fact that they wanted lifetime rights to your digital likeness. So if, so, so if you can imagine, if you can imagine somebody saying, hey, Dr. Ken, we're going to put you in a movie and pay you. No, no, let, let me let you. TV, right? We're going to take a TV show and we're going to play it. And so how it works is that I make the TV show Dr. Ken, you know, Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. And it's a TV show. And a normal once a week is 22 or 24 episodes. Usually it's 22. You replay 22 episodes, right? So you get, you air it, then you run a replay of each one, and that's 44. And out of 52 weeks, and then you have like Christmas and New Year's and holidays and specials and all that, and they preempt your show, right? So you're good. You get paid to do, so let's say I got paid a million dollars. I might get paid a million dollars for every time the episode airs. 
So that's $22 million. Then I might get paid $500,000 because they're running a rerun. But if you sell it, like TV shows like Star Trek and, you know, syndicated stuff like NCI, those shows, every time they air that show on any network, right, that actor gets paid. So you're getting residuals for shows that you've quit doing, but yet you're still making money on it because they got to sell it to the network and then they got to pay you a portion. If it's something like Star Wars and you take 1% of the earnings, what's his name? The one that was that was Luke Skywalker. He took 1% of the earnings and he's a billionaire. And so it's it's very lucrative to make money. Well, they said we want to own your digital likeness. With AI, we don't know where the future of the internet or anything is going. We know it's only going to get better. And now you want to take our money because you want my likeness. I pass away. You own my likeness and you get to use it over and over and over. But watch this. Then I take AI and I make you start being an actor digitally and I can create parts for you They could literally create, use AI to write a radio show and then use my voice with AI and make it look like I'm still talking, even though I passed away 400 years from now and make money off of it. And Screenwriters Guild and Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA said uh, no. So is this an important thing? Well, it's going to affect all of your streaming and all of your network shows. If they were union, they're not flying. Why is this important? Because 42 minutes ago, the cast of Oppenheimer, the movie that's coming out about making the bomb, they're in the United Kingdom at a premiere and in support of the Screen Actors Guild, I'm sorry, in support, right, of the Screen Actors Guild, they walked out. So all of the interviews and all of the things we're talking The impact of this is going to be in the $4 billion range in the next month or two because of all the people who will be out of work. And are you going to watch YouTube? Are you going to watch Netflix? Are you going to watch Hulu? Like, how much TV are you going to watch when you realize you've – it'll be like COVID again. I think I literally watched every single thing you could possibly think of on Netflix. I literally went to the bottom of the barrel. I was watching stuff I couldn't even, I was watching foreign films with subtitles because I couldn't find anything. That's going to be something significant. If you, if, if you ask, it's going to be something significant. Number one. Well, this is a story that I want to take some time and do, and I wanted it to be the, the number one story because this is a person that I knew. A tragic loss of an individual who loved giving back to our community through art of music. This is from TMJ4.com. 65-year-old James Tony Finlayson was shot on June 27th near First and Burleigh. Family members believe it could have been an attempted carjacking, and he died from his injuries on Monday, some two weeks after the shooting, as the investigation continues. Um... TMJ4's Andrea Williams shared how the family and friends are remembering him. His friend, Adam Carr, said Tony's command of power and play woke up in me a 
lifelong love of rhythm, not just in music, but throughout life. James Tony Finlayson worked as a performing artist, a teacher, a Rike practitioner for over 30 years. I knew him because he's the youngest son of uh, three children of retired Milwaukee OGBYN, Dr. William Finlayson and the late Edith Finlayson. Tony was a well-known performer, community activist, who could be seen all over southeastern Wisconsin, earned a Bachelor of Arts in Graphic Design and Photography from Yale University, and his work has been displayed by many as both. And one can only describe as spiritual and healing. And so to the family of Tony Finlayson, um, it's a tragic loss. Uh, it's it's my hope that the police are working diligently to find who did this. And we just want you to know that, um, Bill, we, we love you and we're here with you. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. the truth in the afternoon i'm your host dr ken harris ben and i are having a is it okay if i say ben and i are having a heated discussion on global warming and global cooling and the ice age and all this and and i just find it cute you know but one day i just gotta have a show on it and 
What I don't like is when people say you disagree about something or a portion of it, you, you disagree about everything. And it's just not true, number one. Number two, it's okay to disagree, but when you act a fool, and no, I'm not saying this, I'm not talking about Ben. When, when other people act a fool and get indignant and scream and holler, conversation's over. And so I think, I think it's, 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 it's interesting how um, we grow up being taught certain things only to find out later that if all the things that you say occurred, we'd literally be dead by now. Because it's the same stuff I got told. And yeah. And if I piece it all together, I got to piece a lot of little things and a lot of crap together to make it be such this big thing. But again, Al Gore did it. Al Gore said it. We still waiting to die, Al. Al, where you been? I'm just saying. And plus, I'm a contrarian. So I'm going to argue the other side because everybody want to be on the other side anyway. 833-212-1017 is the number. Who is this? The caller said, uh, 101.7 The Truth would be a great modern-day WKRP in Cincinnati. Have you ever seen WKRP in Cincinnati, Ben? That's an old TV show. You used to watch some of the – it's a dumb TV show. And I wrote this person back and said, I utterly and totally reject your comment. LOL. <laughs> Get out of here. Ah, LT, Mark Hamill. You're right. So Mark Hamill, that is the part that I love, Google. Mark Hamill, I would get that from the actor, right? He would know. Thank you, LT. Um, were you on Chicago Fire? Yeah, I think so. Um, Mark Hamill, net worth. You know, some of these net worth things, when you look at it, the wording in it, is like they just plug in the name and tell you the lie because I think it's from uh, AI. Mark Hamill's net worth as of 2023, celebrity net worth, Mark Hamill. Um, okay, this isn't, I don't think this is it. I think this is another one of those garbage sites that doesn't really tell you. Estimated 18 million? I think he's worth more than that. I think he's worth a little bit more than that. That seems a little low for me. No, not me as in I have $18 million. But anyway, uh, Mr. Lee said condolences for those of us who love and bear the weight of this community. Condolences. May the wrongs be made right through Milwaukee. Throughout Milwaukee, let's do the right thing on the righteous thing. You're you're absolutely right, Mr. Lee. Um, he's talking about the comments I made about um, Tony Finlayson. I've, no, I've I've I met him and didn't know I knew his dad. Anybody, everybody knows Dr. Finlayson, Dr. Bill Finlayson. What is what is he? Ninety eight years old, ninety nine years old. So, and um, we knew his beloved wife Edith, and. Um, he was shot on June 27th, and he, he passed away. And I just think that's, that's such, a, such a terrible thing for this community to have happen. And I, I, I hope that the police work diligently to find. And if you know anything, call the police. Let someone know. It's such a tragedy. 833-212-1017 is the number. Traffic, weather, and sports up next.
More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Join 1017 The Truth this Saturday, noon till 8, at the Garfield Days Jazz and Blues and Arts Festival, located between Garfield Avenue and Vell Phillips Avenue from 4th till 7th Street. This amazing neighborhood celebration features a youth talent show, uh, Outstanding stages of live music and a variety of entertainment for the whole family to enjoy. Our Truth Street team will be in full effect as we will be handing out Truth Swag to all fans who come out for an enjoyable evening. The 1017 The Truth Street team is sponsored by UW Credit Union here for every you. 833-212-1017 is the number. Hey, uh, Ben, I, I I got a comment for you. Southeastern Wisconsin weather scattered thunderstorms tonight through tomorrow. Why am I telling you that? Well, we're watching a few storms that have developed. This is from TMJ4. Western Wisconsin tracking in our direction. The storm holds together. It'll affect us between 5 and 7 this evening. Very little severe threat, but they'll watch it closely. More scattered storms are possible very late tonight, off and on through tomorrow, along with warmer temperatures, Higher humidity, we remain unsettled into the weekend. However, any storms will be few and far between, plenty of dry weather in between. Why do I say that? Like, what what struck me as saying that? Well, as of Thursday, there are 904 active wildfires burning across Canada. And guess what's supposed to return to Wisconsin this weekend? More and more, it appears, another round of Canadian wildfire smoke is expected to return to Wisconsin this weekend, according to TMJ4 meteorologists. Last month, the smoke in the ozone layer created levels, created alarming air quality conditions, triggering alerts throughout the state. Uh, TMJ4's chief meteorologist, Brian Nesnansky, predicts there will be enough smoke for hazy conditions, but also a chance of the smoke makes it to the surface again by late Saturday and into Sunday. So once again, due to this, the state's air quality could return to unhealthy levels. Um, Nisnansky says, since it is unprecedented, it's hard to imagine it as bad as last time, but model data and imagery bring some pretty dense smoke to the region once again. This time around, most of the smoke is coming from the fires in western Canada. Last time it came from Quebec, which is to the east of us. So we ranked the worst air quality in the world due to that smoke at the end of June. So be aware this weekend. We've got outings this weekend. People are going out. There's community stuff going on. It's warm. It's nice. But make sure you take a mask with you because you don't know what's going to happen. Preferably an N95 mask. 
and um, make sure you're careful. That's amazing. That's 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 truly amazing. And so hopefully the rain, the problem is the rain doesn't come till later tonight between 5 and 7. It's intermittent. So maybe the rain will be able to fall and uh, push some of that smoke out. But we shall see. Be careful. It's going to be an interesting week. And it's just Thursday. We still got Friday and Saturday coming. Still got Friday and Saturday coming. Hey, want to remind you, Truth Nation, we want you to join us for our free and open to the public Truth Family Fest, Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Riverside University High School in Milwaukee. We're bringing the community together for a free family festival that will have something for everyone. There'll be live music and spoken word, delicious food, um, health care resources, free giveaways. We can't wait to see you. And we know you want to see us. That's Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. for our Truth Family Fest. Truth Family Fest is sponsored by Essential Wisconsin and Educators Credit Union. So I I think um, we're going to have a full weekend this weekend, and we got so many things going on. But you have to make sure that you take care of yourself and uh, make sure, if at all possible, you have a mask that if the smoke starts to bother you or you believe it's going to bother you, make sure that you uh, do that. Because even though the storms will be coming in, that smoke is coming in from the West and um, might have an effect. So one of the other things you might want to do is make sure you check on your neighbors. You know, if you have any elderly neighbors or young neighbors or neighbors that might be um, health compromised with, with their uh, breathing, things of that nature. Make sure you check on them. Make sure they're okay. Um, check on people who, who, who may leave their windows open because they want to get some, a cool breeze. You know, if smoke is coming, that, that can only serve to cause trouble. And so you want to make sure that each and everybody, each and everybody, each and every person <laughs> in, in uh, Milwaukee is doing well this weekend. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, 833-212. Oh, one zero one seven is the number. I still can't get over WKRP in Cincinnati. Like I'm just, that was such a low blow. That was such a low blow. So I, I do have a question though. And so give me a call. 833-212-1017. I have a question and I have a reason why I have the question, but I want to know. Do you play the Powerball? Are we supposed to talk about that on air? Can we talk about that on air? Do you play the Powerball? And if so, why? I'm interested in knowing why. I have to honestly say I've been intrigued to play the Powerball maybe twice in my entire life. Well, no, I can't say that. Did I ever do it? I never did it in Illinois. I've lived here for 30 years, and so I've done it, I think, twice, as far as I can recall. The Powerball jackpot is an estimated $875 million. Nobody won on Wednesday. Although somebody in Wisconsin won a million dollars. This would be an estimated lump sum of $441.9 million before tax. Tax is going to jack you with about 25%. And then another whatever, 33. So basically you're going to lose about half your money 
to taxes. Do you care if you have $200 million? Probably not. Probably not. I'm just saying. But that's just me. Will you play the lottery? 833-212-1017 is the number. Give me a call. Let me know. But I'm more interested in knowing why. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So my question before the break is the same question I got after the break. Are you playing the lottery? The Powerball Grand Prize has grown once again after nobody won. Wednesday's drawing, the big prize set for Saturday, is now $875 million, according to the lottery's website, with an estimated $441.9 million lump sum, cash value before tax. No tickets had all six numbers. Two tickets sold, one in Florida, one in Indiana, match the first five for a million dollars. So my question is, There have been 36 consecutive Powerball drawings without a big winner. The last big jackpot was April 19th. Somebody in Ohio won $252.6 million. The record for the largest was $2.04 billion, won in California last November. And because no winners were drawn Tuesday in the Mega Millions, there are now two jackpots that could each award more than a half a billion dollars to a winning Ticket Friday's Mega Millions jackpot is up to $560 million. Are you playing the lottery? Do you believe in playing the lottery? Some places say it's gambling and it's sinful to play the lottery. What say you? 833-212-1017 is the number. We'll disguise your voice. We, can, we, we, we can't disguise nobody's voice. So we <laughs> <laughs> you might have to have a, a fake voice or something, and you don't want your pastor to know that you play the lottery. But I'm just saying, is that really a bad thing to play the lottery? People gamble all sorts of things. They bet on football games, basketball games, baseball games, soccer games, college sports. But yet somehow when we talk about playing the lottery, people get all up in arms. Now, granted, 
Many people who have won the lottery five years after winning the lottery, they're dead broke because nobody teaches them how to like go find somebody or they get some shyster advisor who then, you know, takes all their money. But at some point, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Spike Lee said, you can't win if you don't play. I play with the hope of and dream of winning it. But then what would you do, Spike? Like, do you have the aptitude and the, and I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive. Or I'm trying to find the, do you, do you know what it would take? Are you ready to win $441.9 million and then give half of it to the government for tax? And then you sit back and be like, Hey, I'm straight. I got like 200 million. I mean, think about this. Let me, let me do this. Just basic rough numbers, right? After tax and all that, before your family comes in and tries to get every piece of penny that you have, if you had $200 million and you invested it and got a 5% return, that's $10 million a year you'd be working with. That's just a 5% return. You probably get more. But a pre-tax return of 5% would give you $10 million a year to work with. You think you can live off that? LT said, yes, and I already bought the winning ticket. Some people call the lottery a tax on the poor. Mississippi does not have the lottery or professional sports teams because they don't want anybody black having the slightest chance of getting rich. I don't know if I would go that far. I think they just cray-cray. That's all. That's what I think. Aren't there more poor white people in Mississippi than black people? I don't know. I I don't know Mississippi's numbers. And you're right. There's no. I don't know if that's not why they want professional sports teams there. But I guess the closest sports team you have there is what, University of Mississippi, Mississippi State, and Jackson State? Interesting. That's interesting. Spike Lee said, I would figure it out, Dr. Ken. I'd love to have those problems. No. Problems you would have would be um, like family. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but. You don't want to have those problems. Family? Woo. Family is a whole other level of problems. But if you won the lottery. So so here's my question to you then, since I only got about a minute or so, a couple minutes left. Should I play the lottery? If you say, yes, I should do it, I'll go out and buy, what, what was it? Uh, I'll buy a Powerball ticket. I don't even know how much they cost. And a, and a Mega Millions. I'll buy one of each. How's that? Eight three three two one two. Okay, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Playing the lottery is entertainment. It is not gambling. All forms of gambling are nothing but entertainment. Can you get addicted to entertainment? So you can get addicted to the lottery. So you can get addicted to gambling. Two six two three six four said yes. You play. 
Avery said, buy two tickets each. Why two? Why two? Hmm, that's kind of strange. Buy two? Hmm. Maybe I'll win, I don't know. Like how much do you, like how many do you, <laughs> can, can you tell I don't do this? How many do you have to even win to play and all that stuff? So anyway, to make a long story short, um, I think that it's important to remember to show restraint, that it's, that it's just a game. Spike Lee said, no, I shouldn't play because I don't want to, he don't want me to mess up his chance of winning. I'm just one person. How can I mess up your chance to win? I'm just one person. But I guess I guess if the one person plays and they win, well then. Hmm. Uh, but I may as well buy two tickets each. See what happens. Now when people start spending a hundred dollars on tickets, I, I got a problem with that. That's just me. That 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 sounds like Yeah, Spike Lee said, Dr. Ken, you would be the one to win it. Well, why not? Everybody else do it. Why can't I? It's not like anybody's cheating and you know the numbers. I mean, you know, that's that you could probably get into Fort Knox easier than you could the lottery office. And tomorrow, somebody remind me if I forget. Can we talk about the cocaine and the weed that was found in the White House and how they don't know who it belongs to? I got to draw on my law enforcement background to ask to, to ask some questions because it, it, it didn't sit right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe show is coming back up. And in about 22 hours, I'm going to sashay myself back around up in here and do another two hours of the best radio show in Wisconsin. So says the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Ben Jamin, appreciate you, brother. Take care. God bless. See you tomorrow. I'm out.